Welcome to this week's Yes, yeah, yes with Tamika and Marissa. This week we're going to be talking about advocating for yourself and all the forms that that goes with. But I want to talk more importantly advocating for yourself um, on a female women's side of it. But first, Tamika, how you doing? But first, but that's first. my that's my Julie Chen line. <laughs> I'm Julie fine. Chen Moonbez. Moonbez. But first, <laughs> in the range of Julie Chen. Anyway, well, firstly, thusly, before we get into that, that's what I want you to say. Before oh, we get into that, before we get into that, how you doing? I'm good. How's your cough? Mm. When are you gonna stop asking me that? Never, I love it. Part of the show now. Uh, Yeah, I said it in every show. (sighs) Anyway, you seem a little bothered. No, no, remains. What? It remains. My cough remains. Oh, oh, it remains. Comes and goes, but it remains. Okay. All right then. How's your week been? Could you? Has anybody ever died of a cough? Like cough to death? Cough to death. I can never catch. You know, I wonder. (gasps) I'm a Google rat. I don't really want to know, but like I for the for the years I thought that I would die in like a grease fire. Oh, I remember fire, some car, something. I still kind of believe that, but then part of me also feels like I'm gonna like choke on something and die that way, and nobody's gonna be like around. Oh my gosh! You can cough to death. I believe it. Violent coughing can cause the uh, pleura. P-L-E-U-R-A. Okay. Pleura to rupture. Leading to a pneumothorax. Leading to a pneumothorax. Vomiting after a coughing spell or in whoop. Yes, you can die. Yes, yeah, you can die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I just had a conversation about how people just keep going on and on. (laughs) That was a pet peeve. Let it end. (laughs) I'm afraid I get it. You can die from a cough. My gosh. I was just trying to read it. I don't have my glasses. I feel my brain has melted. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. Listen. But no, for real, though. Let's get back to Let's get back to it. <laughs> Do you think that you advocate for yourself? At times. Um, can you give me an example of when you have? Well, I think advocating for yourself, it, it means when someone... You feel like somebody has disrespected you Mm -hmm. and you stand up for yourself. Okay. So it can be where you're in a store and you know somebody's not asking for your, you know, that somebody like an associate is like kind of ignoring you. Oh, I hate that. And so you can sit there and stew in it or you can be like, excuse me, I need your assistance. Right, right. And what they're going to say, no? No, yeah. And you know what the best thing to do? So I, I'm the, I'm the, okay. So I, I think the best thing to do is not what I always do. The best thing to do, and it's kind of be a jerky move, is to get them to help you with a whole bunch of stuff and be like, y'all got layaway? Oh no, okay, I don't need this stuff. Really? You know, like you, because they just treated you like you didn't matter. Right. So right, right. you know, you make them work for it, and then you turn around like I don't want that. What I always end up doing, and this happened to me when I was in the Gucci store. So I've been there a couple times, bought a couple things, different occasions. And I went in there and was not being helped, asked nothing. You know, which is like weird, because usually I get followed. 
but and I usually get followed and no not even like hey how are you doing they just follow you around the store this particular situation time I didn't get followed I didn't get greeted upon my arrival nothing so finally you know I went up to the register to the counter and I told them exactly specifically what what I wanted and she gave me the like look like the look like okay whatever because I you know I'm not a pretentious person like I'll go in with flip flop like I'm just not yeah I wear hip yeah. I wear the same yeah yeah I'm, I don't I don't try hard I don't try enough maybe that's why it's another story <laughs> anyway different topic you attract what you what you are um but anyway so she gave me like a up and down like who is you I was like and I told her without her even getting to the point like who are you I told her um my name's on file and I gave her my Bitch. license Bitch. she's like I'll be right back and then she came back she's like would you like to use the credit card on file I was like yeah that'd be great oh my gosh and she was all of a sudden her demeanor changed mm-hmm. I was like yeah bitch don't judge a book by its cover yeah I might come in here with some dirty polo flip-flops but you know what they polo bitch they polo bitch <laughs> <laughs> so you have to advocate for yourself in that way sometimes uh-huh. I think more because than just people that, will, yeah. sometimes people will take you for granted mm-hmm. and unless you speak up for yourself nobody else will right what about yourself um i can give you a plethora of examples of where i have not advocated for myself well give me one in one uh, oh gosh okay i will say um my mind just went to a blank i'm sorry no no my mind as soon as you like give me one my my i lit. i saw my little think bubble go boop uh, not advocating for myself would be like well I'll use our old our job for an example um, there are times where I feel like our old our old supervisor just completely overlooked you and me both of us mm-hmm. and instead of like I remember there was somebody I was venting to and she goes yeah but you have to She's like, you have to call him. You have to say, you have to tell him. You got to remind him. You can't just sit there. You can't wait. He's not going to think. He doesn't think of anybody. He only thinks of himself. And I just was like, I can't do that. I want, I don't want to be that. That's not something I can, like, it just felt so unnatural and uneasy. But I almost feel like, would I have been able to go further had I advocated for myself? Even just a little. When have you have, when have you advocated for yourself? Um, I feel like never, but, um, I would say maybe, oh gosh, I feel like never, but maybe, maybe, um, but like stupid stuff where like somebody cuts me in line and I'm like, oh, excuse me, I was here first. Well, think about it this way. I'll bring up something. You tell me, um, and I want you to be completely honest. Okay. Okay. When you bought your, your your last home, the one you sold pre recently, uh-huh. um, and you did the, the when you went in there, was it all you? Did you like? Did you 
sit there with the the people when you were purchasing it. Oh yeah, it was by you myself. You did all that, yeah. like you yeah. sat. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah. So you're advocating for yourself because oh, you're the one yes. doing, yes. The, making sure the numbers match. The yes. So I think that you advocate for yourself when it comes to business, when getting your, when it comes to your own personal business. Yeah. When it comes to you know making sure your kids are are good and enrolled in the right stuff, mm-hmm. that paperwork is legit, everything yeah. looks your your T's are crossed and your I's are dotted. Yeah. I think you're very good at advocating for yourself in that way. Yeah. So you have to take, you have to oh, pat yeah. yourself on the back in that way. Oh yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Oh my bad. I'll take it. No, you're right. You're definitely. I definitely do that. Um. There have been there have been times where I think like I have one child who I think you know when it comes to their schooling I think they get overlooked. Um. But I think you 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 know even whether whether it's like getting proper insurance, life insurance, stuff like that. Oh yeah. You advocate for yourself because nobody nobody else Nobody's gonna make good. sure yeah. you you good and you're taking your future is set. No, you're right. And people can say that yeah, I got you. You know, but you really, know, who got you? Me. But you. I got me. You know what's so funny? Whenever my brother and I talk about finances at nauseum probably sometimes because that we like to do that. We like, but he and I have a discussion about life insurance. I like whole, he likes term, and he's always like, but that's silly, why would you do that? I'm like, because there's cash value to it, and it grows, or whatever. And whenever I tell someone, I was like, no, I have, it's whole, I have whole. They're like, but why? But I'm like, because you know, your term is going to finish, and then you're probably going to have diabetes by the time you have to go get a new one, and you're not going to be able to get it. But anyway, whatever, I like, I, I will advocate for my choices. Like, I did, these are the choices I made, and this is why, and I advocate Nobody for Nobody can yeah. talk you out of it, once you've no. made up your mind. Oh yeah, that's one thing, yeah. No. So you have to remember those things. Oh yeah. When you're thinking about yourself and you might feel insecure or feel down about yourself, remember those moments where you made the best choice for you and you yeah. made, nobody could talk you out of it because this is what you wanted. Yeah. No, you're right. So you advocate for yourself at times. Oh yeah. We all do. Yeah. You know. What I think as as women though, um, we have moments, and I had. I, I know you're dying for me to share this on the podcast. I really don't want to, hmm. but whatever. I think as women, we tend to live in a in a society where we're like we we're told not to sh- to shut up. Just it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And until you're faced in that moment, you don't realize it. Yeah. Until it's like that moment. Yeah. So I had that moment a few days ago. I went to the doctor. First of all, let me start from the beginning. I, I had to have my annual um, gynecological visit. I go to make an appointment with my doctor. The receptionist tells me my doctor is no longer seeing traditional patients anymore. I never got a letter. Nothing informing me like there's been a change. Right. Nothing. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, she's only seeing like... Um, pregnant women and people, women trying to have babies and dealing with that. Well, I guess that's the obstetrics part right. of it. I was like, um, I was like, I researched her. My goal was to grow old with her. Old with her. Like we're right. the same age. That was the whole purpose of me. Yeah. We've been. I, she's been my doctor for over ten years. Like, there's a reason why. I saw her out. I just can't even imagine how that's even possible. But okay, yeah. So she's like, hold on. She comes back. She's like, yeah, no. You have to find another doctor. I can give you a list. I was like, give me the names. I researched the name. I'm like, I'm not feeling these doctors. Like, I looked at them. Nobody, And I, yeah. I did just, I just, I don't know. I just, I just wasn't feeling, nothing stood out for me that I was like, okay, yeah. So anyway, 
I decided I needed an appointment kind of ASAP because I need a refill on a prescription and I need to have this it's right. an annual so you have to get whatever yeah so I make an appointment with another doctor then the, um, at a different facility the receptionist tells me this doctor's out on leave indefinitely I was like and I researched this doctor I was like what do you mean she's like he's out on leave I was like well when's he gonna be back she's like we don't know I was like, oh, she's like, well, we have another doctor that's in the practice, but she's like, I wouldn't recommend you keeping him for a long time because he's he's older and you know he's not gonna grow. Because I told her how I want to find somebody right. to grow with me. She's like, he's not gonna grow with you. You not gonna Yeah, he, he, he doesn't grow. He doesn't grow. <laughs> but you didn't know that they, they didn't they didn't articulate in those right. terms. But yeah. So anyway, shoot two. I go to the doctor's office and he, it's like the hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. He's like can barely walk. He's got the big ass shoes. God bless him. He's still working. He shouldn't be. He's like 80, 90 years, like 90, close to 90. Although white crack, so he could be 70. I don't know, but he looked like he was <laughs> close to 90. <sighs> so. I, one thing is like I've had male doctors before and there's always a nurse in the off in the in, in the, the room the yeah examination room when you're there because it's like a uh, what do you call it um what do you call that when it's like uh it's like you just a check like a I don't just know. like it checks and balances yeah it it's, checks it's, and balances yeah. type of thing they always have a female in there just to make sure you know you can't say nothing yeah, I've thing. never, I've never had a male. Well, I've only had what, like two, one male GYN, and there was always a nurse there. I, I've never had, I've never been alone with a male doctor. Well, my first gynecologist was a male, but my mom was always in the room mm-hmm. when I was a, a kid. Yeah. And then I got my own gynecologist, was which was a male. Right. And there was always a nurse in the room at the same time. And then the female doctor is the one that I, my last one. And now this guy was just like a one-off. Anyway, he's in there, and he starts doing um, the what I thought was a pap smear. But I'm like, I don't know technology. Like it's like weird because you're not yeah. sure. So that all I know is that it goes in. It, he, it, he's looking at with something. Right, and he's looking oh at the gosh. screen. I'm like, okay, so this is advanced technology. I'm like, it's mine. It looks like a sonogram, but I'm like, they just changed it up. You're like maybe the technology. You know, it's not changing the media. So then he takes it out, and it's very painful, by the way, when he gets it, you know, because he's almost right in the wrong hole. Oh, wait, he's... <laughs> okay. He's, he did an ultrasound? The mofo did an ultrasound sound, okay? But I thought he was doing a... I know. <laughs> I don't know what was going on, okay? This is what I say when women don't speak up, because it's like, I didn't know what to say. Like, I'm, my legs are in the, in the air. I have no... Like, it was just... <sighs> It's bad. So then he takes it off, takes, removes the latex, and leans back in his chair, and he's like, you're three weeks pregnant. I'm like, almost spit on myself, okay? I'm like, three weeks pregnant? I was like, what? I was like, uh, impossible. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, that's impossible. He was like, um, well, it's, uh, uh." all of a sudden he's like stuttering. I was like, I... Look, I don't want to get into it, but it's not possible, okay, at this juncture in my life. Unless, and then I said, unless it's the immaculate christening of Jesus Christ himself. Oh, my God. And he was like, (laughs) he laughed. He was like, and then he opens up my folder, and he's like, 
you came for a pregnancy test, right? I was like, no, I came in for my annual pap smear. He's like, oh, oh, okay, put your feet back up, <laughs> right? Put my feet back up. He clamps me, you know, with the. Now, at my other doctor, they have the new disposable ones. It doesn't, don't hurt. It's like plastic, yeah. in, out, throw it away. Yeah. He's got the metal one, okay? The old oh. school. Not that I never had it before, but it's been like a decade yeah. or more. Um, and it's painful. You hear him scrolling. Oh, my gosh. Painful, okay? And oh. I'm like, oh, my God. He's pressing down on my stomach. Oh. It's a whole lot of crap, right? Oh. So then um, feel the swab and, you know, all of, just... The whole terrible pa- men if you're listening yes this is what we fucking go through okay it's it's not fun okay a pap smear is not fun it's, it's not it's painful it's painful and people are like, oh, it's you're on the edge. but it's used it's not supposed to be painful i don't understand how it's not if you see the tools that they use right how is it on edge? edge it's not like you're like oh i'm in the mood yeah. it's like mofos are sticking apparatuses not a dildo okay it's, it's a metal they don't you, they don't know what you know what I'm saying yeah um, things but, that are not bendable things right. that are not like soft is, and, and right. yeah well now they have the newer ones but this doctor did not have it anyway he finishes it pulls it out and the thing is bloody and blood is coming out and I'm like what happened he was like you're about to get your period and I was like oh, I don't think so I think I'm like due in two weeks Right, I know I'm I'm on a regular yeah. cycle. I'm on birth control. I'm giving away way too much information, but it is what it is. Oh um, anyway, so I wish I would have took a picture. I was so traumatized. I wish yeah. I would took a picture of the the thing. But he he was like, all right, put your clothes on and meet me in my office. And I'm laying there. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I go in his office. He gives me. He writes out prescription for my medication or whatever. And I'm just like, like traumatized i see my bloody thing is on the table like for the nurse to come in just sitting there just sitting there i grab the pad before i left the office they have you know usually have pads grab a pad put it in and so basically he fucked up and he did the proceed it was just bad it was bad and on all type of levels first of all like many of you guys know i went through a period where i was trying to have a baby and the one thing I always wanted a doctor to say that congratulations, you're pregnant. This mofo, <laughs> this mofo tells me I'm pregnant, and I know that I'm not. How and did he? But I don't understand. What did he mistake? What did, what did he see? Embryo. I mean, what like an ovarian cyst? What? I don't. But know. he wasn't even looking in that direction. Though. He took pictures. He printed out the pictures. So I'm like, okay, why are you printing the pictures for? In hindsight, I wish I would have took that so that I could have. Like yeah. you're not thinking though. No. And this yeah. is what it, this is what I talk about with advocating for yourself, because women sometimes we're, we we can be emotional beings, especially when it comes to parts of our body yeah. that are very unique as yeah. it pertains to to men and women. Yeah. And so I it didn't dawn on me all the things that I should have did and should have said, and I was just I was nervous. I was scared. I was upset. Like all kinds of things going through my head, and so after I spoke to you about it, I spoke to my mom about it, and um, I called the insurance company, and they've escalated, and hopefully everything's going to be, you know, fixed so that I can go to another doctor and have the procedure done again. 
and get everything taken care of the way it needs to be taken care of. But I say all this to say that it's important, especially in a situation like that where it's me and him in the room. By yourself. I should have spoke up yeah. immediately and been like, can you have a nurse in here too? Yeah. Number one. It probably wouldn't have had a, I probably wouldn't have had a, a sonogram. Right. She would have probably stopped that. Yeah. Number two... I don't even know what else to say. I'm just, I'm just short right now. I don't even know what, I just keep thinking to myself, like, what the hell happened? What kind of doctor is this that he, like, because that, that, that internal sonogram, like, you have to point these things in certain directions. That's what, what he, he was doing. What did he mistake for, for an embryo? Like, isn't, isn't that like GYN 101? I know. He told me I was three weeks pregnant. How, like, when you were telling me over the phone, I was like, this bitch hates the phone, and she's going to tell me she's over the effing phone? That I'm pregnant, right? Yeah, and then I'm like, like my mind got stuck there. And then you're like, no, no. And I was like, I'm heartbroken. I went through a roller coaster. I can't imagine what you were going through. I mean, I can, you know what I mean? But I'm like, if I feel this way, how dare he? And now I gotta go get another. Uh, you gotta do this shit all over again. Oh my god! But I'm gonna go back to my 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 original doctor's office and ask them specifically for the letter they sent out stating that she's no longer a doctor. On top of that, I'm gonna ask to see a nurse on duty, and I I will wait there to discuss with the nurse what happened to me, and hopefully they will be like, all right, let's see if we can get you in. Yeah. At least let me see her this one last time so yeah. I can do the research and find a proper doctor. Yeah. That I feel comfortable with, that has updated equipment, has great reviews. I mean, I don't... I, and never in my life have I heard it go this way. Never. I've always heard it go from OB to solely GYN. Right. Like, how is this even possible? And but I don't know if it's true. Notified. And you have to be notified. That's on, the thing. Like, on I don't, top of it, homie, I didn't even tell you this part. I get home from work yesterday, and there's an, uh, a letter... From my doctor's office, the, my, my main doctor, because my, all my doctors are under the same medical group. Right. Except for this man that I went to see the other day. He's on a completely different medical group that I just needed. I, uh, oh, my God. Anyway, so my my primary care physician right. get a letter from her. I have decided to step down from, from my position. These are the doctors that are available. I'm like, what the hell is going on? What is going on? I think they're making changes at the at the medical group. Oh, yeah. and the, They must every, be, because yeah. I'm like... Why is she stepping down? Now i got to find yeah. a new primary care physician. Oh. It's not as bad as, like, the yeah. old, with, the, with the GYN, that's, like, invading. Like, that's... Yeah. So, women, I say all this to say, when it comes to your health care, your well-being, mental, physical, mentally, physically, and spiritually, you need to be your advocate, your own advocate. Because well nobody else... Finances. And your finances. Yeah, you have to be your advocate. It, it, uh, I just think about, like, all the things that could have been avoided. Like, remember I told you how, like, you know, I I, um, I think the reason I was so vocal about, you know, all my, all my IVF and stuff like that is because when I first started to talk about it, members of my family kept telling me, like, well, don't tell anybody. Don't let anyone know. And it just made me feel so shameful. And then other medical things that and like, uh, that I have gone through, whenever I talk about it, I get the same thing. Well, don't tell anybody. You don't want people to, like, you know. And 
that for some reason that struck me were like no you're right okay and then once the IVF stuff came up I was like no I can't I'm not living like that right I'm not doing anything wrong this is nothing that I you can shouldn't help. be shamed into I'm it I'm not gonna be I can't be on top of everything else that the life shames me for this ain't gonna be it right and it's like if you're too vocal as a as a female you're you're uh, you're, you're not fitting into the cookie cutter roles that other people have assigned to you it if, if you're not vocal enough oh well you know what that's her fault nobody else is going to do it for her but if she does then she's a bitch if she makes her own money and goes to work then she doesn't care about having a family if she has a family and then doesn't go to work well she's lazy it's it, crazy if you go to college oh now you're too smart and you're knocking people you're knocking you're knocking suitors out from from your 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 plethora of, of, of available options if you don't go to school oh you have no one to you know nobody's gonna take you anyway I just don't like no matter what women do but a guy can have a beer gut be 54 and marry a 22 year old and I just don't understand it I don't understand but okay all right that's because there are women that have been taught um, money and then love. Yeah. Things. Things. Then love. But then again, that, that goes back to not advocating for yourself because I, I highly doubt that imbalance in relationships has to do with self-love. But you, you don't know, need a relationship to, to progress in life. None of that. But you know, I, I'll say this about you and being your friend for so long and seeing your your growth when it came to uh, the things that you chose for yourself when I first met you you I wouldn't say you were materialistic but your your goal to me was to find somebody that was going to take care of you it was yeah and in a way you have that but not that it you didn't go into it looking for that right you know what I mean right it's like it's about growing together yeah yeah you know what I mean so but in the beginning it was like oh he got this that and yeah. I, I was like okay and I, you were the because first person I had ever been around mm -hmm. who that like that's what you look for in a guy yeah none of my friends was, was like he ain't got shit but whatever he fucks good you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. that's what yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. my friends it was always about sex it was not about like what can he do for me because they could never do shit yeah. Like you can you take care of yourself because that motherfucker can't take care of you. Yeah. You were like the first one I met that was like, no, get you a guy that's gonna pay your rent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. He loves you. If he pay your rent, he loves you. Yeah. He got you were shopping. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, got yeah. you a watch. Ooh, yeah. That keep him. Well, what kind is it though? Yeah, those were on sale. I'd be like, those were on sale. Right. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what? You came a long way because that's how you used to think. Because I'm surprised you're admitting now that you could. There'd be a time. If I'd have brought this up like offline, you'd be like, that's not true. <laughs> Probably no, because you know what? I'm going. I'm. I that had so much to do with my insecurities. My my whole life. You know, no, you. I and I hate to. I hate to put it this way. And this has nothing to do with anyone else but me. But my my brother and I are 13 months apart he was always the like the favorite of everything in your opinion but this this was but he'll even tell you I I, I highly doubt that he can't, can't there's no way he's gonna disagree with me because he, he's he's even admitted to this when it comes to our mom but he was always like everything he did was just amazing he was always the smartest this or that and I always felt like such a failure. And he, he has even said to me, 
because when our dad died and we were at the funeral home, I introduced myself to somebody that he worked with because they were gushing over my brother. Um, uh, they're like, oh my gosh, he always talked about you, so proud of you, so nice to see you. I'm like, hey, I'm Marissa, I'm his daughter. And probably after the third person, I went and sat down with a cousin and I was like, I can't talk to anybody anymore. They kept saying, oh wow, I didn't even know he had a daughter. And I remember I said something to my brother, and he's like, yeah, but you don't do anything that's fantastic for him to be proud of. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, I'm living on my own, completely on my own, financially independent. Yeah, my, like, my mom lived in the BVI, and she paid for me to come see her. I get that. No, no. Like, there's things that she did for me, yes. I would never have been able to afford to go see her on my own, but I was paying my own rent, buying my own groceries, buying my own clothes and stuff like that, and I was doing things on my own. And I just remember, and I was going to college, and I remember thinking to myself, like, that's such a beautiful thing. How could you not, how could, how is that not such an amazing because thing? Because you put value in that. Other people don't. Yes. There's people, there's people, there's people that don't, no, people you're that right. give a shit about college. Like, so? Yeah. Why are you spending, why are you wasting money on that? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I just think about, like, but... But up to that point, I just remember always feeling, and just growing up with him, I guess having such close in age-ness, he did thing, and whatever whatever moments in our life, he did it, and literally 12 months later, it was me doing it. So it was always one of those things. Right. It's just a very hard way to grow up, and I just thought to myself, I would never be able to give myself anything because I'm not smart enough, and I'm not dedicated enough, and I'm not... And I'm, I just don't have all the beautiful things that you need to, to create a beautiful life for yourself until I was out on my own and I looked for, I guess, love in all the wrong places. Yeah, I put value on like, listen, this dude's going to take me shopping, then he can have some of my time. Um, this dude's going to buy me stuff, then yeah, he can have some of my time. But then I was like, wait a minute, I'm giving them time. They're not giving me anything that I just can't give for myself. And then when I started to do more things for myself, I realized just how impactful and amazing I was. Because, yeah, he was buying me a watch, but it was a watch that he wanted to buy me. It didn't always mean it's the one that I wanted. Right. And once once you, you, once you have that shift and you realize that the things that you want and the things that your life and your happiness is solely responsible on you. No one can make you happy but you. People add to your happiness, but anything you want in life is completely and solely up to you. And once I understood that lesson, then it was like just a shift. I got a job that I really, really loved. I got my my first place. I did all these things on my own for myself. And it just, it, it just, it was a big shift because I knew that it didn't matter what anyone else thought, and it didn't matter what, whatever box or definition they gave me. That was do you, from that. Do you believe that you realized that, or circumstances dictated it, and as as you started doing things on your own, it started to become clear, and you started to realize it? Oh yeah, it started to become clear. I, I started, think you were yeah. putting you your circumstances made themselves the way they were, yeah. and you were forced to yeah. make choices for yourself because. It, it. it is what That's it is. What it is. It yeah. wasn't. I don't believe that it was like you one day woke up and was like, you know what? I got to be my own advocate. I think it was like, ain't nobody else gonna do it for Nobody's you. Nobody's so around. Figure it out. Yeah. 
What, but and like, then you realized what mattered to you and what yeah. didn't, and you started making choices based off of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent agree. Glad, glad to know. See, I was perceptive. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I mean, when you meet somebody at, you know, 18, and then now here I am at 28, 38, 39. Shit, I lied too much about my age. Yeah, don't. But here I am at 39. Yeah. You know, when you speak to, like, I tell people, that's the one thing, too. Back Going back to my doctors, he's like, you're 45? I was like, yeah. He's like, Wow. I was like, no, fault. just give me my prescriptions and let me go. Oh, my God. But, but when, you, when you feel like, like, I, if I told people I was 38, they'd be like, okay. If you told them you were 28, they'd be but, okay. But, but if I lied about my age and made myself younger. Yeah. And they accepted it, you know how, how, how shitty I'd feel? But because I tell them my real age and they think I'm younger, mm-hmm. it feels a lot better. It does feel, yeah, just it feels go good. with it. Yeah, but I'm saying from 18 to 39, it's like, it's such a, it's like, these are three lifetimes already. Yeah. And, damn. But I think at the end of the day, it's like, it comes down to, like, the choices that you've made and where you are today is because you made choices for yourself. Yes. Whatever those choices may be. So you started off this show saying you can't think of any time that you've ever been an advocate for yourself when in actuality um it's you've proven that you've been an advocate for yourself year after year oh yeah you know what i'm saying yeah oh you're right you just need to take a step back and recognize yeah in which way i'm very self-deprecating for some reason and and you know what i i realized this the other day where i'm so angry at myself for this for some reason and i'm not very forthcoming with people that i don't know or i haven't like put into my little circle of trust i there's people that i can have three hour conversations with and say nothing to and for some reason i i don't i don't know if i'm doing this on purpose but there's some there's some of this like happy go lucky leprechaun ish vibe that i give off where people have constantly questioned either my intelligence or my my integrity or ability to do things and i i get so angry at myself and i don't i i don't that's one of the things i think i'm working on as i'm getting older where it just is what it is this i i just need to stop being so insecure still you know there's a lot of things that i have i have worked on but there's so many things i'm so insecure about still and i just that's one of the things where i just i i can't ah it irks me we i mean what would be your purpose in life if you weren't didn't if there wasn't room for growth oh yeah right so yeah you know accept and it and understand that you still have a lot of learning to do yeah growing and it's crazy because whenever i look back at the major insecurities that i had growing up like i look back at photos and i always felt like i was a fat kid mind you i was probably like 40 pounds in like sixth grade you know what i mean like a bag of bones for a for a lot of time and i look back and i'm like wow and i thought i was fat but i let people's opinions get get to me in a certain way and i don't even value those opinions anymore and it's crazy to me how like really i put all this time and so much stock into what they said and here i am and it's like really i I remember being around you and one of your relatives who constantly nagged at your weight and your hair 
Yeah. And why you don't wear makeup? Yeah. And it was like, what the hell? My hair, my weight, and no makeup. Like, yeah. And I was like, the bitch, I don't even think he was 100 pounds yet. No, I was 92 pounds. <sighs> 92 pounds. And your hair, and I remember you cut your hair. Mm hmm. Like a bob or something like that. It was like she just like always had an issue yeah. with one thing or the other, and I think at the end of the day, um, you allowed her opinions her, probably about what herself herself. Yeah, she probably saw herself in you and didn't want you to become who she became. Yeah, who knows? You never know what people's yeah, motivations what are. Their battles are. But, yeah, but um, you you can't let other people dictate your your life and yeah. your goals and your dreams they can have opinions about it and you know i think you should do this that and the other but when they start to when their opinions and their thoughts and their their vibe or whatever starts to have an impact on how you live your day and if it's negative yeah it's, that's not good that's not good and that's that's the you, whole thing that and that goes back to this whole show Being an advocate for yourself yeah had i advocated earlier had i said something stepped spoke, up and yeah. in a nice way like thank you for your opinion but i really like the way i look and yeah thank you for your opinion but i i, I don't want to wear makeup every day no. thank you for your opinion but i really like the way my hair looks yeah thank you for your opinion but i eat healthy and you know i'm i, I like the weight that i'm at yeah but unfortunately, us as women, we don't always stand up and speak for ourselves. But you're you're taught to just be a fixture and and listen to the opinions of others. Yeah. Because everybody else's opinion is better than yours. And I think that's the way. It's it's so funny, like the way people raised children then, and like it's an evolution. The way they spoke to girls and boys back when we were growing up was very much like boys. It was like. The verbiage was so I different. I want you to look at your shoes. You know, I can't stop looking at them. Sorry, go really? ahead. Really? These are from Target. You know I wear those kind of... Oh, my gosh. And but they're anyway. so comfortable. Yeah, they, they um, look comfy. But go ahead. So, um, with girls, it's more like, well, you don't want your friends to, like, not like you because your hair's not brushed. Right. Right? You don't want to wear stuff like that because your friends don't wear stuff like that. Meanwhile, it's so funny. I have a, I have a cousin who doesn't really... I don't say she doesn't fuck with me. Or she does. Like, we just don't really... We're in two different spaces look, in life. Y'all are cousins, but... Yeah, but that's... But you would, probably wouldn't have been friends if you didn't, oh, weren't related. definitely not. And, and that's no shade to her. Because we're just in two different places in our life. Um, and I remember she would... She, like, when we got older... I remember having a conversation. She's like, man, my grandma always used to be like... when you. I used to hate when you came over. And I'm like, Why? Like, oh, because my grandma would always be like, why are you wearing that? Marissa would never wear that. Oh, Marissa would never do that. And she always compared me to you. And I'd be like, what? And you you me? probably never knew. N not only did I never knew, n I never knew. And it was like, you know, you go through life thinking like you're the worst. You're the ugliest. Your clothes are the wackest. Um, your hair is the, the most fucked up. You're the fattest. You're the this. You're the that. You're, you're not funny. You're not smart. You're not clever. You're not. But there's always somebody in life that's like you're you're the gold standard right if only you knew then what yeah like everybody's going through a struggle yep. everybody's uncomfortable everybody everybody's got, got an insecurity everybody got some shit but you gotta advocate for yourself speak up speak up i think about um i want to transition a little bit okay to yep, yep that's, that's trending. trending so i'm not a fan of homegirl 
but I kind of want to talk about it because I feel like homegirl advocates for herself a lot. I'm just insecure in her ways. Oh, wait a minute. Damn it. Um, so, Taylor Swift. Are you a fan? What do they call her fan base? I can't Swifties? Stand her. Swifties. Yeah. I've never been a fan of hers. Never. I I don't want to give my, my personal opinion just yet. Um, but her masters were sold to Scooter Braun. And she is, like, not having it. She feels like she was duped, wasn't told about it. She has come out to say he's a bully. But I question that. So I know you did some um, some back-end work when you were at the music label. When they go to sell an artist masters, do they have to be notified? No. They don't? No. But the label is claiming that... Unless it's in their contract. Which, 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 now because you get, artists are getting smarter and their, their, um, their teams are getting smarter. So I wonder, um, her, her management team claims that they told her dad about it and that she knew about it and she had the option to buy her masters first. Right. Um, and she's claiming that that's not true. But here's the thing about Taylor Swift. She has, she has, um been caught out there a few times with with she says one thing and something else really happens and she claims that everybody bullies her so i'm i'm getting into like murky waters here and i don't really want to but she's advocating that she was she found out the same as everyone else she didn't have her option to buy blah 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 have you heard about this so i yeah i have and the guy that sold the guy that signed her and sold her masters right they had a week before he sold it mm -hmm. apparently they had a meeting her father was in on the meeting and she was offered to purchase her masters if she stayed with the label she would I mean not for she, she would be given her masters if she agreed to resign with the label oh okay okay she decided not to resign so he sold them to his business partner Scooter Braun okay um, he notified her and said, look, this is the deal, this, that, and the other. I, Taylor Swift is a pain in my, you know what? Mm-hmm. Like, really? You're going to say that's bullying? Yeah. Really? Yeah. She loves to advocate. She, she loves playing the victim. Yes. Because in that same letter she talked about when, um, you got Kim Kardashian and Kanye to bully me. How, with, the, how? with the whole with the song remember he yeah, called he, her a bitch or something he's uh, I made that bitch famous yeah at, at I mean still fuck Taylor you Swift. could it's a it's a it's all a matter of opinion whether or not he made her famous I do know one thing a lot of people were introduced to Taylor Swift the day that he took the mic away from her yeah. and said I'm gonna let you finish yeah Beyonce should have won album of the year yeah a lot of people knew Taylor Swift she she yeah, obviously she, won yeah. album of the year so she, for a reason she was yeah, already yeah. famous but I tell you, there are people that had no idea who the hell she was. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. So, and this and is, she was a country artist then. All of a sudden, yeah, she want to be pop. Now she's pop, but whatever. So, but here's the thing. So let, let's break this down because you and I have this like this thing when it comes to artistry. Um, when when a, when a hip hop artist is rapping about something, that is their 
art. That's their art. That's their opinion. That's how they're expressing a situation. So do we have the right to say she has the right to feel her, 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 the way she took the information. She has a right to that. Right. But to turn around and, and what she did, I'm not quite sure. I'm what not do you quite, mean? Her reaction to, to how she heard about his, his, his verse saying that she had no idea, this, that, and the other. Then Kim came out with the receipts that there was a phone call. Kanye called her and let her know. He I, it, The full verse, no. I don't think he told her the full verse. I really don't. But he gave her the synopsis of it. She knew okay. about it. Right. She knew something was coming out. But now it makes me question. She played the victim. And then she's like, well, you don't have the right to tell me what my reaction can be. No, absolutely. You're right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But to say, to put yourself in such an, a victim chair and then be like, well. They believe me on social media. And then with Justin Bieber coming out and was like, uh, I'm sorry you feel the way you do, but ain't nobody bullied you. Yeah. It's like, he's a good guy. I posted a picture. It's not, everything is like, like she always plays the, the victim. victim. And she always plays she the prize. Like she, she, she capitalizes very much on her victim role. And nobody wants to see a blonde, blue-eyed chick play victim. Nobody cares. It's like, historically, if you go back to the beginning of time mm-hmm. within this country, it's the damsel in distress, in ex- in damsel in distress. Even when you see black and white movies where it's like no, no, no sound. Yeah. She's like, oh, oh, and then the guy comes and rescues her. Ugh. And meanwhile, it's like, what, you couldn't jump over the puddle? No, she couldn't. But it makes me question because she's very... It's a pain in my ass. She, she's a she's a big engine. You know what I mean? Like what do you there's mean? so much contrived when it comes to her. I question whether or not she's the bully in all of these scenarios because you're forcing people to speak on situations probably they never had um, a desire to do. You're right. forcing people to make to have these options now. Right. Where Kim, yeah, like no offense, but I Kim is busy creating marketing strategies for her brand. She ain't looking for you, Taylor. She just have to bring up... The, I brought up the Kardashians, I guess, but... I'm sick of Kim Kardashian. Her and her, I want to trademark kimono. Oh, I wanted to talk about that. But no, she can't. She's changing she the can. name. She can. She changed... She decided she, yeah. not to. Yeah. I mean... Anyway. She's a kowtow. She loves advocating for herself. That's for damn sure. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so here, here it is... Kim, Kim ain't looking for you, bitch. But then all of a sudden she was like, all right, well, if you want the receipts here, you can have them. Right. And then what? So then it was like, well, you can't tell me how, to, how what my reaction can be. No, absolutely nobody can. See, but the other thing, yes, like, you can't say that you were victimized. That's the whole thing. Because Kale, Taylor came out with like, they were mean and I feel bad. And, you know, sometimes you got to protect yourself too. I get it. You know, like I, I'm talking about the, no, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, it's like Taylor Swift is out here. It's like it, you know what? In a in a weird way, it reminds me of like the police brutality. Okay, the police will they'll do something fucked up and be like, "Well, I felt threatened. Let me see the let me see the proof." Hmm. You felt threatened when the guy was on the ground with his hands behind his back. Really? Yeah. What was he gonna do? Kick you in the nuts? Yeah. So Taylor Swift is like a police officer. 
And we are. And another we are a scared police officer. Right. She's yeah. That's what I should say. She's a scared, scared police, police officer. officer. She. That's who she is. Yeah. Yeah. So every time she, you know, she always be like, they did this, that, and the other. Let's go to the tape. So where was you scared again? What, like what happened? Where was you bullied? So because Justin Bieber posted a picture of himself, Scooter Braun, and Kanye West, you feel like that's they're bullying, they're bullying you. you. Really? Little kids, 12-year-olds are killing themselves because somebody told them to kill themselves because they're gay. I don't want to hear about you and your bullying. Go talk to Melania and get on that Be Best campaign and <laughs> shut the fuck up. Okay? Be Best. Bullying. She had no idea what bullying is. She's a bully. Yes, she's, she's the knows. biggest bully she's of bully. all. She's a bully. <sighs> I've seen her on interviews where she's very... um. What other people perceive to be very clever, she's very cutting. Yeah, she, I don't. She doesn't seem like the type of person you can trust. Oh, I've no, never no, seen no. an interview where she just it just everything about her seems like just fake. I I don't know. I, I mean, whatever. God, oh, God be with her. Oh, you fake? You hmm? that's the type of people I hate. Come on. I don't you know that fake. song. You phony. Oh yeah. That's the type of, I yeah. hate. And on that note. Because I don't know that song. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Um, I want to backtrack a little bit about okay. advocating for yourself. Okay. Even though this bitch is like... You sent, you sent me an article from the New York Times. I know we weren't going to talk about it, but I want to talk about it. I'd rather not talk about All it. All right, thanks so much. Okay. I only sent it to you for your own personal perusal, not for the show. Oh. You know, sometimes I send you things just to read. But I know you wanted to bring it up on the show. You wanted the whole show to be about this or, like, touch on it. So yeah. go ahead and bring it up since you... It's a New York Times op-ed, and it's called I've Picked My Job Over My Kids by Laura Bazelon. Uh, she is a law professor. So, you know, when advocating for yourself... And this, this is what I mean. That, that's why I want to bring it up. Um, people can... It's a, I picked my job over my kids. New York Times op-ed piece. You can Google it. I'm not going to talk about what the article is, but the theme of this article makes me go back to advocating for yourself and in different ways, where, how we spoke about before, the definition anyone has for you, and we all do this. I know I'm guilty of it, because I've seen, like, there's members of my family that that I know that, if, if they don't fall into the definition that I've already placed on them, then I'm like, oh, whatever, look at this bitch trying. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just as bad as the next person. Yeah. But um, when we don't fall into the definition of what life and people have placed on us, it's almost that we have to defend our life and our lifestyles and our life choices. Right. And I'm curious to see how we do this going forward because I feel like the world is changing in so many different ways. Um, there's been exposure to so many different things. You know, look at our political climate. You know, you you really you really see who some people are. You know, yeah, like you, a, get, you get a real like oh word that mm -hmm. that's that's it, how you come in. Yeah, right? our political climate has has gave way to to saying uh, that making it okay to say a lot of different things. And you want to talk about bullying? You know that this is and this recognize is, people in your own life. Yeah, 
that they feel a certain way that you didn't realize you they felt. Yeah. Or you didn't want to realize, or you didn't want to acknowledge. Or maybe you just didn't have these conversations. We don't always talk about politics, you no, know. No, but, but you can get an idea of how somebody thinks mm-hmm. based on a real conversation that has nothing to do with politics. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you, like for example, just on a side note, if someone's like, I can't stand when those Puerto Ricans stand on the corner waiting for a, for a truck to give them a job. Yeah. Number one, they're not Puerto Rican. Number two, stand on the corner. I, now I know where you stand. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to tell me how you feel about what your thoughts on immigration yeah. are. So people had these comments before, but it's right. like you never paid attention. You're just like, whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it was like time to vote, and you realize, oh, hold up here. Oh, word? So you want, what? oh, word? You know, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I, but when when you're talking about with with the with the uh, the job thing, it's not even about saying something is more important than the other. It's just realizing that oh, this is one thing that I always told you when when you had um, your your kids, like when you were pregnant the first time with your twins, mm-hmm. and you can you can agree to believe to remember what I told you or not. I know you were pregnant and sometimes. People are saying a lot of things, but I told you then, and I, I feel like I've been consistent. Always put yourself first. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Your, your kids are gonna be, they're gonna be fine. If they see you doing good, they're gonna, they're do, gonna good. do good. Yeah. If you put all your energy into just them, when they go, and have you're gonna be life. sitting there like, I have no friends. My kids are away. They have started That's their own like. That's the shit I need to do. I definitely put that. I always me. tell you. Yeah. I told you yeah. that when you were pregnant, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. put yourself first. I also have guilt first. from from how my mom made you me can't feel. Though. No, no, no. I know, but I'm, I'm like, I'm getting better. I'm growing. I'm, I'm trying my best. But I just remember always having that feeling of not being wanted when it came to my mom, and I never wanted my kids to feel that. But see, there's a there's a thin line between treating your kids like they're not wanted. Mm-hmm. And treating yourself like you're not good enough. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, the the key is always. This is why, like, I always tell you, let's go to dinner. Yeah. And you, you know, it's fine to bring the kids every once in a while. Yeah. But you're an adult. I know. We can't talk about like real conversations. We try. No. But I mean, you say I mean no, I know. But it's like you need to really make an effort. Even if you're not gonna go to dinner with me, fine. Go with somebody else. Yeah. Just make some time for yourself as an adult. Yeah. Your yeah, life can't be about... Well, you can, and so that. when it's like... When that article about choosing a job over kids... It's not necessarily saying... One is more important than the other. No. But it's saying in order for to to really be sane... Right. And you need be an advocate for yourself. Yeah. To you show to, what people you need what an advocate is. Work on the things that yeah. you bring you joy and happiness. Yeah. Y'all need to read it. And be your own advocate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Homie. Yeah. I love you. Do you? I do. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> and? I love you too. No, and you're enough. Oh, yes. You too. <laughs> <laughs> Where can and, they find us? Yep, yeah, yes, 18. Instagram, Twitter. Uh, the Yep, yeah, yes podcast on Facebook. Um subscribe and download to iTunes Podbean um, 
Google Play Music. Thank you. SoundCloud, oh YouTube. You said YouTube, right? No, mm. YouTube. Anyway, tune in. Tune in. Uh, the Yep Yes podcast. Tune in and tune in. And hey, um, I'm not sure if this show is being posted on Wednesday or Thursday. As we are taping it on Wednesday. Happy 4th of July. But if it's July. Thursday, happy 4th of July. If you listen on Thursday, happy 4th of July. If you listen on Wednesday, be safe getting to your 4th of July. Just, just, what? I'm not trying to make it about the show. But what, 1776, right, is the big year? Um, not sure what those tanks in D.C. have to do with the Independence Day, but okay. Oh, thank you. Um, I just want to say... Women, especially minorities, haven't been voting for very long. Right. Let's not F and squander it, please. Uh, and one other thing I want to say, too, is that, um, you know how like, they be like Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter? I'm going to add something to that. National Parks Matter. They Take do. Two million away from national, national parks. parks so that you can have a fucking parade no. that has nothing to do with the 4th of July. You just, you saw some stuff over in Europe that, oh, I want that. American ideals, tools, and values are not toys to be grabbed and played with. Just like we people, tell all you know, our kids. you're making these military men and women work on the Fourth of July, so that you can have a, a parade in front of your rented home. I'm just saying, vote, y'all, please, November, 2020. <laughs> 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 Leave it back. I'm gonna get Marissa to have a pol- political show one day. Okay. We're gonna talk politics. I know you don't want. We're gonna do it. I'm sweating already. I think but gonna, what we're gonna do though is we're gonna have another perspective on the show. We gotta find a Republican that we we're okay speaking with, an independent that we are okay speaking with, whoever else. I don't, you know, whatever we can do, just have like a roundtable discussion. It's one thing, I'm, and I'm not saying you're you're a Democrat, liberal, whatever. I, I say that I am, but I, I feel like it's important to, to know what friends, family, whoever, mm-hmm. how they feel and maybe get a different perspective of yeah. why they feel the way they do. Because in my opinion, all Republicans hate anybody that's not white, even though I know that's not true. Because <laughs> there are plenty of minorities who are Republican, but it just, they, I don't feel like, oh, oh, anyway. On that note, (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you. Have a good 4th of July. Have a good 4th of July. Love you. Bye. Bye.